Hello everyone, it is Thursday, November the 20th and you are listening to the Talking Games Podcast. I'm Jackie Turner and I am here with my co-hosts, firstly, Joe Blow columnist and Talking Comics co-host, Steve Say. Ooh, ha cha cha, listen to that. <laughs> Secondly, the nicest man any of us know, Rob Newmeyer. Hi everybody. And the man with a face, I mean voice for radio, oh Mr. God. Justin Townsend. Oi. <laughs> Perfect. How's everyone doing? Awesome. Good week? Yes. Anyone but up to anything exciting, interesting? Uh, no, like I've just been getting off of like a, a little stomachy flu for the last couple of days. Ooh. I wouldn't say flu. I would and you all moaned at me like last whirling. week for just having a little bit of a sniffle. And you where do you think he got it from? Flu? Exactly. That's where I got it from. <laughs> you blaming me for that? Yes. No. Mm-hmm. You shoved me <laughs> the same cup of water you were drinking out of. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Other than that, though, it's been yeah. great work stuff. Cool. <laughs> Justin, anything exciting? Every time you guys ask me this question, I think about it, and it's like, what did I do over the last weekend? And I can never, (laughs) ever remember. You built a bed. I did build a bed for for Jorah today. Cool. It's also a really good sign, I feel, if you can't remember the weekend. Then, then I know I had a really good weekend. Yeah, it's never like that for me. Usually, it's just it's this all the days blur together. It's like what did I, I do? Watched Frozen and fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> what did I do today? I parented. Uh-huh. And That's so true. that all blurs together rather well. It does actually. I remember now. On Saturday, I took Jorah to get a haircut. Yes, he looks adorable. He looks like a different child. He looks like somebody <laughs> else's kid. It, it took me a oh, while that, to get used to it. That's inflammatory words right there. Yeah. Like, do you see him trying to touch his hair? Or? No, he. I don't think he realizes it at all. But <laughs> it was startling. My head feels lighter, but I don't know why. Yeah, he didn't like it at all. He did, like The lady was using the buzzer, and like it was like somebody was tickling his head, so he kept on like turning and trying to look at her like, what are you doing? Exactly. What are you doing? Why but are you touching me? You can tell where my life is right now. That was the highlight of my weekend. <laughs> I got your haircut, and I watched football on Sunday. And you made a bed. And I made a bed. Yes. It's a pirate ship. (laughs) You really? It's a pirate ship. That's pretty sweet. It has a sail and everything. That's awesome. Nice. Something to climb in the middle of the night, right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, he was like, he was trying to like suicide jump out of the crib (laughs) and it was making me really nervous. I was like, time for a bed so he can like get up and like walk around because he would jump out of the crib and then be like three in the morning and he'd be like, Hello? Yeah. Like, I'm going to get, because he can't get back in. So I was like, all right, I guess it's. Bed's easier. It's see, that, yes. that's why I can't ever see myself with kids because something like that would freak me out. Just hearing hello, like <laughs> in the, three in the morning. I used, like, to, no, yeah, I used to actually away. have my eyelid pulled up. Mama, mama. Do oh. you, you watch Family Guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is absolutely real life with kids. Mama, mama, mum, 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 mummy, mummy. What? It's important. What is it? Why does my brain feel funny? <laughs> that really, was that important? I had to put down what I was doing. To okay, yeah, it just goes on from there. Just, <laughs> just Google it. <laughs> exactly. That's the answer to everything. <laughs> Steve, Hi. anything more exciting? I watched How to Train Your Dragon too. Oh, is it good? It was excellent. Yeah, was it better than the first one? It was as good as the first one. Oh, I, I think loved both. That first I think one. both of them are are quite good. It was dark. It was very dark. It really? was very grim and very dark toward the end. And it was very. Um, the first one was grim towards the end. Yeah, this was this was he harsh. Lost though. his damn foot. Uh, spoilers: <laughs> I haven't seen either of these yet, and I have All a right. kid, so I'm going to be seeing them. He loses a lot more in the second one. Ooh. Oh, oh man! Um, but 
it was it was wonderful, and I recommend that everybody see it. Oh, good. Um, beyond well, that, what I I watched a Lego Movie for the first time. What you I think? I still haven't seen that. What do you think? Amazing. Yes. Jerk of Careless. He walked away, and I was <laughs> oh. like, "It's your loss." Luke keeps Did you say up like, to "Get me. back, get back here." Yeah, I was like, "I bought this for you," and then he was like playing with his toys. I'm like, "Fine, I'll watch it," and I thought it was great. Luke has said to me so many times, like darkness in a Batman voice, and I I don't get it, and he keeps looking at me like, "Why do you not get it? It's funny." I'm making a joke and you're not laughing. What's your problem? So I'm going to need to watch it at some point. Continue, Steve. I didn't mean to cut you it's off. Excellent. No, it's fine. Um, what else did I do? I, uh, I'm enjoying having my, I have my apartment back to myself. Cool. So I've been kind of like getting reacclimated to being alone. Walking Hanging around out in your, your underwear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know using the bathroom with the door open. <laughs> what kind of mind link was that? <laughs> what else would you do when that's you have clearly, your own place? Exactly. It's like I That's could... clearly exactly what me and Justin imagined being able to do if we didn't have a family. What did I'd he say? I'd walk around in my underwear. They both said walking around in their underwear at the same time. Oh, I'm a long pajama <laughs> pants, man. Okay. Pajama pants and a t-shirt. <laughs> Works. Yep. Yeah. But uh, now I moved all my stuff around. I moved all my game systems into my bedroom. So I've just been like chilling on my bed, hanging out with my cat. I would never get up. I'd be like 300 pounds with muscle atrophy <laughs> if I had my PlayStation in my bedroom. <laughs> it gives me motivation to get out of bed that I have to move to the couch to, to turn on to the PlayStation. Couch. Exactly. <laughs> so it's I been, feel uh, like I achieve something <laughs> on a Saturday morning if I get from the bed to the couch. <laughs> nah, I don't have to go very far. You live alone. I have a, a three-bedroom place, so I just, you know, it's it's a nice little space to chill. But um, I wound up the other night. I was It was like 2 o'clock in the morning, and I had realized that I, I haven't platinumed Diablo just yet. Ooh. And it's stuck in my craw, like, mm-hmm. real hard. I said, I was like, you know what? Because I was thinking about Justin, uh, you know, trophy hunting and, and achievement <sighs> hunting and stuff. Yeah. And when you, I was thinking about your Rogue Legacy platinum. <laughs> yeah, you're like, if Justin can do that, well, god well, damn it, I can do Diablo. I have play, I've been playing Diablo for, it's got to be like 20 years now. That platinum exists, and I don't mm-hmm. have it. I, I owe it to myself and it to makes, the game. Yeah. It makes no sense in the universe that right. you do not have that So trophy. I said to myself, I said, what can I do to, to clean this up? And then I see the hardcore achievements. And... I I wanted them, so I decided right then and there, two o'clock in the morning, to make a hardcore crusader. I've never in the twenty years I've been playing Diablo, I never made a hardcore character because I grow too attached to them and I don't want them to die. If you play hardcore, if you die, that's it. Everything's right. gone. It's just dead. Okay. Nothing. No items. No nothing. And so I made a crusader, and it was two in the morning. And by the time that I decided to turn it off, it was eight a.m. <laughs> And I just went, what the hell happened? I miss being able to do that. Yeah. So throughout, between the last time we sat down and today, it took me four four different times that I sat down. I brought a Crusader from level one to level 70 in four days. Nice. I just like pounded the living crap out of this game. But um, So how close are you to that trophy? I got all three of them. So I'm 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 three away from getting the platinum. I have to do 500 uh, bounties. I only have 151. Ooh. So that's gonna yeah, it's gonna be yeah. uh, some time. Uh, get all six character classes to 70. I have three characters that aren't 70, but they're they're relatively high in level. It won't be a problem. Yeah. Uh, and I can't remember what the third one is offhand, but but you feel like it's within reach. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. No. It's the the three that are left are just a matter of time. Like I just have to play the game more, yeah. and I'll and I'll get them. But I'm trying to, I'm going for this hardcore and I made it, I put it on easy because I didn't want to die. I didn't yeah. want to lose my stuff. I just wanted to get the achievements and, and, and be done with it and move on from the game because there's all these other games to play. So I want to get this out of the way and I'm going and I'm going. I made it from one to 70 and I'm in adventure mode. 
Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm like 68 and I'm just like, I'm right there. And I decide to do one of the, ne- the Nephilim riffs just to mix it up a little bit. I go into the Nephilim rift. You're talking for five, four days. I had no problems whatsoever. All of a sudden I stepped into a room that I'm not kidding. Had probably about nine like enchanted elites in there. Ouch. And two of them, uh, two of the types have got teleport and the other one has got knockback. So all of a sudden I walk into this room and I'm just being bounced around from boss to boss with teleport and smacking me with knockback and everything. And I'm handling it a little bit, but it's getting overwhelming. I try to wrap it up. All of a sudden, one of them bops me into the next room where there are about 14 more (laughs) elites and they all have jails. So I'm getting jailed. And then on top of that, all this other area of effect crap is spawning around me. I managed to kill a couple of things and I have five corpse explosions about to go off right on top of my crusader. I hit the pause button and I quit out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I did. <laughs> I did. So that's your Lydia. Yeah. It's a Skyrim reference. You should be, <laughs> you should be familiar with that. Well, yes. she just kept coming back though. Yeah. No. Really? Sure. No. When she was dead, she was dead. She was permadeath. Lydia, no. the companion. The companion. She oh, always yeah. came back. I thought. I yeah. never saw her die. No, she always came back. She would always go port back to your house. Really? Huh. I don't know. I didn't get a house till the very end. So, like, I must oh, have restarted like, Skyrim a yeah. hundred times to save Lydia. I'm a and then I realized, like, I have some sort of strange <laughs> disease because I was like, I have to keep Lydia alive. House to the, I was like a real estate legend. It's Skyrim. Well, so played it for 600 hours. <laughs> and you got, like, one of the first places you walk to, they give you, like, a creepy, abandoned... Yes. Oh, nothing, you know, you know what? Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yes. But I... She was my first companion. I was like, nope, she's going to live throughout the whole thing. Oh. And then, like, somewhere around hour 70, I was like, you could die. Uh-huh. You're so stupid. You could die. Yep. They're all useless, in my opinion. Serana. Serana from the, um, the DLC. The vampire girl. Can't die. Does massive damage. That's the best one to go for. Go do that never, early on. Pick her up. One. It's good. So, <laughs> anyway, on tonight's show, we're going to talk about what we've been playing last week, which you we just touched on briefly with Steve. Um, I jumped no. the gun. I apologize. <laughs> no, that's all right. Well, we will get. You've got some other interesting, really interesting stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, the last couple of weeks have been really heavy on the big releases. So we're going to touch on some of those. Um, we do have a topic of the week, which kind of ties in as well. A lot of these games that have been coming out have had big issues, big problems, glitches, uh, matchmaking, the multiplayer stuff. So we're going to talk about, um, you know, stuff to do with that, like how we found it. I know people, uh, you know, a few people here have played some of these games that have had issues. So we're going to talk about that. Does it sound good? Yeah. Sounds I'm like down. Sound like me. a plan. That's Fire a plan. team leader, let's go. <laughs> Look, you can knock that shit off right now. Okay. All right, so Steve. She told you. <laughs> she, she does it every week on Destiny. No, nobody listens. Everyone just promotes her to fire team leader anyway. I know. They chase me around the tower and make me fire team leader. It's horrible. Mm. And Lydia is permadeath. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, okay. That's right. Mm. <laughs> I knew I was keeping her alive for a reason. So, coming back to uh, what you've played this week. Yes. Steve, you talked about your Diablo, which we know you love. However, this week you've played a couple of. Less well-known, but interesting new releases. Mm-hmm. So why don't you uh, talk us through a couple of those? Do you want the one that I didn't like at I would all? love to hear Freddy Got Fingered or whatever it's called first. <laughs> <laughs> the game is Five Nights at Freddy's 2. That's very close, It is Jackie. close, right? I, I Have you ever seen that movie? Enough. Yeah. No, you know what? Some, oh, for awful. some reason, it didn't appeal to me. Yeah, I kind of looked at it and I was like, hmm, it's, no. 
not my kind of movie. <laughs> it's awful and amazing. Tom all Green the same is that Tom? Yeah, yeah, that's the Tom Green movie. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about Tom Green. <laughs> when he's got like so the everyone. skinned deer draped over him and he's running around the street. <laughs> <laughs> so is that what this game's like? No, no, no. Um, I in my uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Two is one of those things that. I all of a sudden Twitter everybody was talking about it and I said you know I'm gonna I'm gonna go find this I'm gonna go see what's up and I've never played there's a there's a first one I've never played it um and I never even heard of of this game but word on the internet is that the first one wasn't very good and people were really hoping for the second one to be decent um the setup is that you're pretty much like the new security guard within this um Chuck E. Cheese environment the, this little storefront thing that uh it's not exactly haunted but the things in it are possessed because sometimes they come to life unless you wind a music box and watch <laughs> them through cameras um you spend from what i gather you, i spent the whole game sitting behind a desk and either shifting from security camera to security camera to try and catch like the behaviors of these um you ever go to like like one of these uh, like Disneyland or something where on the stage right. they have those animatronic you know yes. oh yeah. welcome to Disney yeah, yeah okay so all of those things come to life at night and they are trying to kill the security guard you you have to basically go from camera to camera and keep your eye on them and like shine your flashlight to find them and stuff like that and they're eventually creeping their way toward your office just like the Doctor Who episode Blink. It's, like it's kind, yeah, you know angels. what? It is kind of like that. Um mixed with Luigi's mansion. <laughs> not exactly. The that it's more like almost like fatal frame um ish a little bit. But anyway, the I didn't I didn't really care for it. I I it felt not it doesn't explain itself. There are no instructions. Like they tell you what you have to do, but not necessarily how to do it. When there are cautions next to certain cameras, you would think that something's happening next to that camera. But if you click on it, like nine times out of ten, there's nothing going on. It's happening somewhere else. And you spend most of your time siphoning from camera to camera to camera only to, like, catch a glimpse of something that's moved. And now it's, like, right in the face of the camera. And it's supposed to freak you out. But I don't know what I'm supposed to do once what's I... What's the point? Yeah, like, what's the point? Like, I'm just looking at the things on different on different uh, cameras... But eventually one of them makes its way to your uh, to your office. And the end result for everything that I've seen has been a jump scare. So, you know, okay. you're playing, you're playing, and all of a sudden, you know, rah, and it's one and of... And we've talked about this before, about the fact that jump scare might be effective the first time. It's not effective the second That's time. That's the problem. See, what, what this game was is the first one came out um, on Steam. A couple of big YouTubers played it. Jump scares... People okay. saw those jump scares, got their friends to play it, yeah. recorded their jump scares, and it kind of virally spread like that. Right. Almost like what Slender did on the PC. And because of that, they really quickly made a sequel to capitalize and get more money out of it. And they were damn quick about it because it was only a couple of months ago that yeah. that the first game was still holding okay, itself. Right. And it's it's just another one of those things. Click the cameras. Hopefully, conserve your battery. And yeah, you gotta wind, you gotta wind night. a music box like every like thirty seconds to a minute. You gotta wind it back up because if it's not playing, they're you know they're coming your way. And then you have this bear mask that you can wear that is supposed to 
uh, like they'll, they'll just like they'll fuck off if if they, if you're wearing it, and um, it's it's very confusing. Right. I didn't really enjoy myself and playing it. Confusing's okay if there's a point to it. Yeah. If you're not really seeing the point to it. I just don't see if if the end result every time that I'm playing is either I make it through the five nights or the jump scare happens. It's very telegraphed. Like I I got scared or jumped or whatever you know, upward of like maybe nine times. And every time that it happened, I could almost like count down inside my head as to when it was going to happen because there were just ways of knowing that it was coming your way. Yeah. And after like the second time that it happens, there was like, there was nothing left for me. Right. Mm -hmm. So would you get a kick out of placing your friends in front and saying, here, just try, try this. That's exactly what it's for. It's for the, it's for your friends or even for you. If, if you like it and you, you know, you get a gag out of it and you move on that's you know i just i was from a everybody was talking about it so from a like a social gaming standpoint like what is everybody talking about right now it's it's yeah, number yeah you want to check it out yeah but... it was like it was like number 5 on on twitter and i'm like what the hell is this thing and i went okay. to go and check it out and uh yeah no i i just i i don't okay. beyond a few minutes i really didn't yeah. i didn't see the appeal all right so give us the more positive game of the week cuz i know that you've been playing one this week that you have really loved yes um Aside from Far Cry 4, I was playing Far Cry 4, and uh, we could talk about that maybe later some other time, yeah. but I decided to put it to the side and check out a game called Never Alone that came uh-huh. out uh, this past Tuesday, and immediately, immediately, I had like zero interest in going back to Far Cry. <laughs> right. Um, it's a game about a, it's like a, almost like folklore or a tribe that... Um, a blizzard came and basically condemned this village in the winter. The winter was lasting forever and the blizzard's not letting up. And so all the villagers, they're going to die. The young woman in the village decides to take the storm on head on and find the source of the blizzard. And she walks off into the snow and then the game takes over from there. You're the young woman going into the blizzard and you've got this uh, like white, almost like spirit Fox that follows you and you solve puzzles together, getting through the blizzard. Um, however, while that's going on, there are checkpoints and characters and just environmental things that every time that you pass one of them, you can hit the uh, middle button on the controller and it will bring you up to like fully produced HD style, like National Geographic behind the scenes documentary of this That's what tribe. Heard. I read a yeah. little bit about this game and I said that if you take the gameplay aspect out of it, right. it's an important game. It says important things and yeah. it's a learning tool as much as it is a game. It's amazing. It really is. It's a really cool uh teaching tool. It's a really cool game. Um it's absolutely gorgeous. It is right. absolutely just breathtakingly gorgeous. The the graphics on it, the environments are just ridiculous. They're so good. Um, but I like the presentation of it. I like the way that it flows. I like the way that every time that you, you know, approach something new in the game, they tell you what it is, its origin and its stuff. And you're learning about these people while you're playing and stuff like that. And it's just a really engaging and, you know, different thing. It's like an interactive documentary. Right. You know, and, um, I recommend it right now. If you have a PS uh, plus account, it's only $13. Um, it reminds me a little bit of Valiant Hearts in that way. Yeah. If you didn't have to read everything. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it actually shows you the stuff. Rather yeah, than, if, yeah. If Damn Valiant, that reading. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying, no, because I mean, I'm kidding. But 
if Valiant Hearts, I haven't played through Valiant Hearts because I know that it's so dense and I want to read it's, all it's the stuff. It's wonderful though. It really right. is. Yeah. If if that was, you know, put to me like this, yeah. I probably would have already gone through it and finished it. Right. It's much more, it's less daunting. But how about gameplay wise? Because I've heard it is a little lacking in actual gameplay. That I wouldn't, I really, I can't comment too much on the gameplay. I only played it for a little bit. Okay. Uh, maybe a half hour. Right. I am. I, I love puzzle games. Yeah. I really do. Um. I I jumped. I climbed. And I my friend Brendan was playing. It's two player. It's co co op. Right. So one of you can be the young girl, and the other one can be the fox. Uh. He had to seem to have no problems bounding around as the fox. Yeah. And You know. Um. What did the fox say? <laughs> no, Knowing Brendan, nothing we can repeat on this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might hear that. <laughs> It well, was, okay. it's That's a, good. it's a good time. It's a really yeah. good time. It, um, it's, it sounds cheesy, but it's breathtaking. Like yeah. it really, really is. It's a nice change of pace. It's something different to play this year. Good. Um, in the tail end of this year with all these amazing, amazing yeah. games come out, it is right. easily going to get, you know, go under the radar and get swept but under the carpet. But it's one that should definitely get some attention. It's really, I mean, it's been out on Steam for, for some time, right, Rob? Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to put my money into it because... Yeah. I want okay. to support. I talk about these things like they don't exist elsewhere. <laughs> no, it's fine. I yeah, mean, no. Because there good. are a lot of people well, that don't look yeah. at, at Steam pages. So. I love it. I really no, love good. it. I can't wait it's to go through the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, well, you were talking about the big games that have come out. I and was. Rob, I know you've been getting uh, heavy into what I think I am going to get heavy into very soon. So why don't you tell us a little about Dragon Age? Oh, man, oh, man. Have I been not waiting for this? <laughs> I I mean, when they did initial announcements and mm. all that jazz, I I could care less because... Really? Oh, The Last Dragon Age just burned me. It was right. one of the biggest piles of crap <laughs> of just regenerated scenery, walking yeah. in circles, uh, character speech loops, same right. thing. That's and, why I'm interested to try this because Bobby bought me the first two and I went straight to the second one really... Didn't oh catch yeah, me. so you made the mistake because I was coming off of Skyrim, uh-huh. so to go into that, I was like, "Oh no!" Like if you would have played the first one, fine, right? Uh, but the, s- the second one just totally slowed everything down. So I thought this was just going to be more of the same. Yeah, because I think they made a mistake by like leading off with a lot of the multiplayer stuff that they were showing. Um, but man, oh man, this game is huge. Uh, all initial reviews are saying 80 plus hours. Yes. Um, I don't want to like give tons of stuff away, but in Dragon Age lore, uh, it's the humans that hate the mages. And so that, you know, they're never ending battle. Um, right in the beginning of the game, a huge rift explodes and you're the only one that survives. And you kind of see someone someone else fade away in the rift and you have a glowy hand and it's your job to go around the world and close all these rifts there's monsters that you know that are coming out and destroying the land and it's it's tearing everyone apart cannot tell you how many times i've woken up with a glowy hand Mm -hmm. you just don't know what to do with it (laughs) just a regular saturday morning for you (laughs) absolutely um the lore is so expansive that like going back to not wanting to or wanting to read things, if if you like to sit there and, you know, oh, there's a note, let me read it. Right. 
ton, tons of that stuff. They're uh, so good. Character There's, conversations just off to the side. They're so good at that Bioware. Um, Their Mass Effect stuff, their lore in Mass Effect was ridiculous. Oh, th- yeah, this this is absolutely insane. Um, yeah. Same same kind of uh, speech trees that Mass Effect has. You know, you get many different decisions on what to say. Oh, good. So you could piss off one person by saying <laughs> one thing while you know right. getting getting compliments, and that all plays into your story and how your story goes. It plays into how everyone reacts to you, okay. even like what kind of character you make. Um, will like how people perceive you throughout the world so if you pick an elf you know people will sit there and like call you shit because they don't like elves Uh, (laughs) right you know dwarves aren't seen much around uh but humans humans run the world so if you're a human then you know you'll just be kind of passed upon okay um but but still just like walking around and listening to people's conversations and uh you know picking up any kind of resource you could build all your weapons uh or you could just walk around and loot different chests and stuff like that there's so much to do um but what i will suggest if you are going to start the game if you haven't played through either or don't have your saves still you can go download an app uh they have a dragon age app and it lets you go and pick those important questions from the first two games just like they did with mass effect um and then those choices will carry over to this game. And as you do those questions, you'll kind of get a sense of, of what's going on. Right. So it, it'll catch you up with things. Um, That's a great idea. And another thing I highly suggest, if you go to Kotaku, um, kotaku.com, and just look for the article entitled, like, 10 Things to Do Before, you know, at the start of Dragon Age. Okay. They're very non-spoilery um, but I highly suggest you look at those tips because there's a lot of things that'll save you the trouble of... Uh, right, right. You know, because I restarted about an hour into the game. Why? <laughs> because it looked like my character <laughs> was eating jars of Vaseline. <laughs> what? his lips... Rob, uh, Rob actually tweeted, uh, texted me earlier and said, I'm really enjoying Dragon Age, but make sure you tone down your lip gloss before you start. I had to restart. Yeah, I, about an hour in, I, I had a restart because the gloss on your lips, you could set every little thing. Uh-huh. It, it, honestly, it looked like I was just smearing Vaseline <laughs> all over my lips for about 24 hours. Sounds kind of hot. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Hey there, adventurer. <laughs> and I'm the only one. Everyone else, like, everyone else is all, like, dulled and dirty, and there I am with, like, big cherry <laughs> lips. Oh. So that That's took me out awesome. again. That's why I had to restart because God help me. <laughs> That's I amazing. Do it. That really is. I love the fact that that is something that would bug Rob that much. Oh, that, that would drive would me. Actually, that would drive you, me crazy. You don't think that would drive you nuts? <laughs> Please tell me I'm that you girl. took like a screen capture. Did you take any photos? I will. You know what? I do. I, I have a couple of safe things. <laughs> Thank God. I'll pop. Don't worry, because when I start this game, I am going to up the lip gloss factor to one hundred. So okay. yeah, I will okay. definitely have Send extra glossy lips. Send it to Nicki Minaj. It, the character creator is so expansive right. that you could make anything that you could think you could make. It's it's crazy. Well, nice. I already know what I'm going to make. Of course. Justin only ever makes his wife. Well, he, he makes Ange in everything. She's going to have a very dirty <laughs> face with, with <laughs> some kind of scars because that's what that's one thing. Everyone seems to be a little dirty with, with a couple okay. of scars. I got a couple of questions. Okay. <laughs> I've never played a Dragon Age. Okay. Can I start here? Yeah. 
like start and get lost or like is this like they're kind of opening up to like a new like chapter here uh this is definitely the most open world dragon age that there has been like dragon age 2 was very straightforward in in the sense that like i said it was just recycling scenarios that's why i never got into it i the first dragon age just passed me by just like it was it came out at a time where i wasn't ready for it and i actually i bought it started it and i just remember killing rats and it was like i'm gonna come back to this and then never did and then two i was like maybe i'll pick up two and get into two and then i just saw that two was like you just running around the same city oh it sucked and you never actually leave. Same city, yep. same cave, and same like little field. I so played I, Dragon Age two once, and then I ended up trading it in. Uh huh. Bad. I had to beat it. Eh. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's very much a jumping on point. Um, but just be prepared to jump into a world and you know get get lost because that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's you about you know making a wrong turn and going down the little cliff and. All Stumble, of a sudden, yeah. like you just see a cave, and it's like, okay, what's going to be in there? Um, you know, and even with no- I, I started on normal, um, and I got my ass handed to me a couple of times, and it made me happy, just super happy. I mean, oh. I'm sh- I'm sure later on when I have someone in my party that could heal, then that'll right. be a little better. But um, man, is it beautiful? That's about- a, that was my other question: was how does it look? It looks beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Awesome. How about co-op, multiplayer, like multiplayer, like, you know, how's how's that shaken out? I have not touched any of the multiplayer yet, so I don't want to okay. speak about, but, um, I mean, from what I've heard, it's it's. Decent. Well, we can try it. Do you know yeah, how many people to a party? Four. It's, yeah, it's four. Ooh. And it's kind of like someone playing a mastermind. Someone plays, okay. you know, and places oh, stuff okay. around a map. and. But there's four people in the party. Correct. Which, you know, we all like, right? Not three. No. Four, because four. four is normal. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's one of each of the classes, right? Yeah, yeah, and you can't do I, I, the co-op stuff. From what I, I think I remember reading, um, was that it's not main storyline no, stuff. No, no, it's no, no. side quests okay. that you're doing. Correct. You could do together. Correct. Well, I kind of prefer that. I like yeah. having the whole game to myself. And I like then having jumping the, in. I like having the then. option yeah. of being if I want to do co- like a co-op campaign, yes. I can. Yeah, I would yeah. like. Or if I'd like, or if you just want to do the side missions, you could do that too. But I like. I right. would like to have the choice. Exactly. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But no, they're all predetermined. Like Justin said, little side quests. I can't wait. I cannot wait to jump into this game. Huge. What do you know? One Huge. of the reasons I cannot wait to jump into this game because I jumped into another game this week. Ah. I did not like so much. Go for it. Uh oh. I think you can guess what I'm going to say. Assassin's Creed. Of course, Assassin's Creed. Okay. So I'm, I go f- go yeah, for it. I, I really wanted to like this game, and I was trying to put all the negative stuff that I'd heard to one side. I was even getting excited about seeing people with just eyeballs and no face, <laughs> and I started playing it. And I say, for one thing, it looks even more beautiful than it ever has. Like it's always been a game that's captured my imagination because of the scenery, because of the NPCs, because of everything to do with it. I'm a history buff and I love I love being able to run around these cities and actually like I'll watch travel shows with my other half and be like, oh, oh, I've climbed that. And he looks <laughs> at me like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, really, I've climbed right to the top and I jumped off into a haystack. And he's like, oh, okay, you're talking about Assassin's Creed, right? I'm like, yeah, but it's that real to me. Like it, they look fantastic. It looks, you know, and it looks as good. It looks better than it ever has. Having said that, looking good doesn't make a game and i lost interest in this game real quick it's to me 
it has all the same issues it's always had. As in, I will climb up and climb up and then it doesn't want to go that way. Oh, no, let me let me jump off backwards. Oh, God, I hate that. For no apparent reason, you've been doing the same thing the whole way through. I know how to play this game. And it just, it's doing the same thing it always has. And I thought I'd be able to put that to one side because I've, I've played every single one of these games. And I thought I'd be able to ignore it. But it pisses me off that after all these years and all these games, I'm still randomly hanging on the side of a building when I'm trying to get away from people. And I'm still jumping off backwards when I was trying to climb. It just annoys me. And I kind of lost interest in it real quick. With everything else, like I was saying to you guys, before I started doing this show, I would look forward to October and November because, oh, there's a new game. There's a new Assassin's Creed. Mm -hmm. And there's a new Zelda. Yay, that's my two games of the year sorted. And I would play Assassin's Creed four times in a row. (laughs) (laughs) And now there's so many other games out it's got to be good to get my attention. And I wanted this game to be good and I played it for like an hour and a half and I got to the point, I got through all the tutorial bit, got to the point where it says, it's now open, go explore Paris. And I was like, wow. So I've been to Paris in real life a few times. I run around, I found Notre Dame. I'm like, oh, this is great. And I climb up and I get to the top and I jump off backwards and die. And I hit the PlayStation button, close application, didn't go back to it. I'm like furious and I can't even bear to like turn it on again. Now, my question for you is, was this, was it glitching? No, it's just the same stupid stuff. It's just controls that are not responsive enough Mm -hmm. that don't do what it should do when you, you know, you can be climbing and climbing and climbing and it's all the same button the whole way. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it will just decide to go the other direction. And it just, it's so stupid. That so after it's, a, it's, it's, it's the Assassin's same thing Creed. it's always been, which exactly. is like the part of the game that turns me off the yes. most. And it's just, it's infuriating that there are posts and websites and videos and everyone that plays these games knows that this is the issue with Assassin's Creed. Yet here we are, what, five, six episodes in and it's still an issue? Yeah. Like, how is that happening? How are you not listening to people? Because you keep buying the game. I know, and I wish I didn't. I'm so furious at myself for being so, like, a creature of habit well, that I went Rogue. and got this game. I did not, but I don't have a PS3. I haven't turned my 360 on in forever. Rogue got better reviews anyway. I heard that. <laughs> I did hear that. So, yeah. <laughs> that was so, a good like, sound. That's terrible. Yeah, I'm furious that I have this game now. And you know what? I'm going to go back to it. But with everything out, I will go back to it in like a few months time. Like, you know, I'll talk about it in February. I'll go back and I'll do it right now. No. How is it like, have you noticed any major bugs? Have you seen anything that you've no, seen I online? I really wanted to. I wanted to see. <laughs> want to do the running man on the wires? Yeah, I wanted to do, see do, people do, do, do. scooting down alleyways on their ass. Like, I really wanted to see that. Oh, that I video, couldn't even get that far. That video is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, couldn't even get that far. And, you know, I just, it just infuriates me. What about the story? I mean, like, how? What about the main character? Did you do you like his oh, personality? That's right, yeah. Not far enough. Now? Not far enough in to really. I I feel like they're definitely trying to be more Ezio than Altair. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like he's kind of cheeky and he's like you know trying to steal something back and he gets chased down the streets and he's like he's got that same feeling that Ezio had at the beginning of the second Assassin's Creed, but I'm not far enough in to see whether mm-hmm. that really is going to pay off into a good story. Yeah. You know, so that that was infuriating. I wonder if they're afraid to dip away from that formula, like from what I like, like the formula. climbing the tower. No, no, yeah. I'm saying I'm saying character wise, right? 
Wasn't the third character just a stick oh, in the mud? Oh God, he was so Connor. boring. I didn't Connor. play the third one. <laughs> so boring. Yeah, but and there are there the are other definitely... thing. Well, the other thing I find really interesting with this and Black Flag is when the first three editions came out. Yeah, you know the second one had two sequels. Um. Ubisoft said basically this has never been Altair's story or Ezio's story. This is Desmond's story. Well, Desmond's story ended and then Black Flag came out and your random person walking around an office hacking computers. That was terrible. Right? It, so, was, it was quite boring. Yeah. So they got away from that. And now in this one, this is not going to be Desmond either. So they kind of, I feel like they've left what they said. Have you seen any outside... Not yet. And I've heard that this, I've seen a, a small little snippet during a little story bit at the very beginning. Um, but I've heard from online reviews that this is the one that has the least of the outside the um, animus. Animus. Yeah, yeah, outside the animus. This has got the least of it, which, you know, I'm fine with. I liked it when it was Desmond's story. I enjoyed those bits when you came into, you know, when you would go to the town in Italy mm. where you were Desmond and it was hundreds of years later. I liked that. In Black Flag, I could not have given less of a shit. Like, I don't want to be hacking people's computers. Rogue is supposedly a reskin of Black Flag. Huh, like, right. they, they use a right. lot of the same assets, like, okay. in, in the real world settings, like, you know, yeah. th- you're carrying the same iPad right. or whatever they was carrying. And But uh, you know, a lot of people like the ship battles and stuff. That's right. why Rogue is getting yeah. better reviews right I now. I did see online a little video clip someone posted. I think it was on Kotaku. Um, basically there's two NPCs that are having a conversation that you can come across in Rogue and they're having a conversation and they're talking about oh no it's this really charming role playing game and it's like and the other guy's like is there PvP deathmatch and it's like no and they're talking about Child of Light <laughs> and they're saying no it's just this charming you know it's a, a turn based game and it's a very funny conversation it's great that they threw that in there as a little easter egg uh-huh. AC Unity <laughs> I don't know I'm not even going to get far enough to find Easter eggs. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Wasn't Kristen Bell in the first Assassin's yes, Creed? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, she's in the second one too. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. yeah. And then she gets stabbed by Desmond. <laughs> right through the stomach. Spoilers. <laughs> oh. Now when everyone inevitably goes to buy that huge Assassin's Creed collection, that'll probably never come out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was disappointed in that. But um, the other thing I did try this week, which, again, kind of mixed reviews... Um, PS Now, like PlayStation Now. Okay. So I'd heard about it. I think we had a question from a listener a while ago about yeah, it. Yeah, we, we talked a little bit. So um, I've talked before about I loved my 360 and I skipped, my P- I skipped the PS3. I'd had the PS1, PS2, skipped the PS3. So with PlayStation Now available, I found Infamous and Infamous 2 are now available to rent. They're $5.99 for a week. And your week only starts once you actually start the game. And then you have a month to start the game. So I, and I think it's like, it's like two ninety nine maybe for four hours. Yeah. So like five ninety nine for a week is pretty good. Uh-huh. Now, especially like, you know, older games, they don't take as long. They don't have the 85 hour campaign or something like Dragon Age has. Infamous you know, is, not, is not a short game. No. It's not. It's no. not. Sh- it's not like 90 mm. hours long, right. but it's. I got like 30% into it. Um, I enjoyed it, but I would have to say like, I love the improvements with Second Son. It's hard to go back. Yeah. It's not easy to go back, no. especially when you're looking for the blast shards and you're like, crap, I got to look for these now. You got to send out that, like, that sonar yeah. thing that goes right. out. Right. I'm only missing three of yeah. them. You'll get them. Yeah. No. But the other thing with PlayStation <laughs> Now is I went, I got the game, put it on, started playing. Great. 
the next day it's like 11 o'clock in the morning on saturday go to put it on it says sorry you can't play i'm like oh that's weird oh check, wasn't the server check out? Your internet connection or something i was like okay so i go into the little help menu thing and it says if there's too many people playing you can't play i was like what so then i go back into it a few hours later and it's like congratulations jackie it's your turn <laughs> oh, I'm like too damn right it's my turn I freaking paid to rent this thing and apparently you're me? sharing space depending what? on where you are in the country and how busy the servers are you are not guaranteed to be able to play the game you rented for a week oh they can go wow. F themselves mm-hmm. if that ever happened to me wow. like yeah. if I'm in the mood to sit down and play precisely and that happened to me I, I'd kind of reserved a couple of hours where I could sit down and try Infamous mm. and yeah couldn't get on that is criminal right holy crap yeah. yeah i mean it has to be in the user agreement i'm sure but i'm sure it's somewhere those? exactly and, so the, and was, the clock yeah. is still ticking yeah of course yeah absolutely you still got a week to play it from the minute you start the game okay you have so one week. so it's not like you've lost x amount of hours being away from it like let's say you played it until 11 o'clock at night but then you started again at 11 o'clock in the morning you don't have 12 hours off the clock of the week do you it only sure you oh, do. Yeah, you do. You have yeah, you one do. week. So if you, you don't get it, one week of playtime, no. you get one week of real you world. You rent it at nine o'clock and on Monday And their servers morning. are down and you can't right. play. Not even servers down. Not servers down. are full. They're full. What? Other people are playing. So that you is, cannot play. That's messed up. Yeah. They got to they gotta do something about that. Yeah. Looking like I I haven't really jumped into PlayStation now and like right. this is shocking to me. Yeah, so I'm like currently looking to find something on it. I was less shocked when it said the servers, you know, I couldn't get on the server. I was like, oh, well, it's a glitchy thing. Just, it just was, the smug meshes. I like yes. the congratulations. Congratulations. Now it's, it's your, your turn. turn. I was like, what? You've won the game lottery. <laughs> right? That you paid to be in. I couldn't believe. Yeah. So that that shocked me. But, you know. It's like so. waiting in the line of the DMV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to call you looking at that number screen. Just, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That I was I was surprised with. So uh, that that's honestly, I'm sitting. I'm, I'm, yeah. My mouth is a gate. Yeah, that might that might that. get an award at the end of the year. That's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. All right. So yeah, that was that was my week. Although I did want to briefly mention we did do the raid this week. Uh, again, I want to talk about Destiny all night long. However, all we managed <laughs> we managed to put together a raid party with a few listeners. Jackie managed to put together a raid. <laughs> With a few listeners, and it was fun. We did great. That was excellent. Yeah, yeah. We got really to play good. with a couple of new people yep. that we haven't played before. Yep, and um, it went well. And everyone had fun. I think. Who was there? Wicked D. Wicked D. Glentastic. Uh, Glenn. Yep. Yep. Uh, Hugh, our friend Hugh. Yeah, Hugh got to play with through with us. That was his Hugh, first playing time. Playing that with hmm. Hugh was the funniest thing ever because he'd never played it before, and the whole way through on the microphone, all I can hear was, <gasps> oh no, <laughs> it was he was hyperventilating. He was and so excited. I would like to point out uh, at the beginning of the raid, Hugh had said, "As long as Rob and I sing, everything will be fine." <laughs> yes. And we we got to Atheon at the end. And we were having a little bit of trouble, just not trouble, but everyone was getting their Same bearings. Same as you always do, yeah. Correct. And Hugh and I sang a song, and the next run, we, we killed Atheon. It's Lucky Charm. Yep. What yeah. song did you sing? God, I wish I could tell it you. It was from Sister Act. Oh, oh my God, yes. <laughs> no way. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember. I follow, I follow, <laughs> I follow. <laughs> I will follow you. Yes. Yep. yep. It was that one. Did Thank you guys you. kill Thank him with you. no time Thank remaining you. on your respawn? No, that was the best. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolute best. We, uh, on another run, beat Atheon. Um, something happened. It was like the final run. 
and he was like, we were like, we were going to beat him on this run, and something happened. Oh, I, I dropped. I got... The relic got dropped or something. I, it was, I don't remember what happened. The We were on Venus. The Minotaur got behind us, like, at the beginning. He killed me. I had the relic, and then we wiped on Venus, but he was so low in health that... Everybody on the outside kept firing in at him. Right. And then Nick... Knowing we were doing that, knowing we were going to fail, but like wanted to give us more time, like self resed and grabbed the relic and gave us more time and more time. And right. right as we died, like we're now it's counting down five, four, three, two, one for us to respawn with the skull. Right as that's happening, Eric shoots a rocket at him <laughs> and uh, kills him and he starts melting, but the countdown had already started. Mm-hmm. So Eric's like, I think I got him. I think I got him. And then it was like five. Four, three. Congratulations, you won! Oh and then, like all God. the all the shaders and the rewards started <laughs> oh, popping up. We screamed. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. And everyone forgot to hit the record button. Yeah. We did record the one with Hugh, which was funny, fun, very mm. funny because he sent us all a voice clip of him, basically screaming "Yeah!" Except he was at his parents' house and he didn't want to wake him up, so it's <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> it was quite scary, <laughs> and I did send it as my my text. And um, at the end, text. Oh, yeah. So and now, whenever I get a text, it's you going. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm looking for it. And uh, at, the, at the end of the raid, we were actually all playing it over and over into our microphones because he texted it to all of us. Yeah, was all you can tears. hear. <laughs> Absolute tears. So that was good fun. Yeah, no, it was Enjoyed great. That. Great yeah. getting to play with Wicked Lee uh, <laughs> yes. and Glenn. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Hugh and Nick and exactly uh, me and you. Uh, me and you. Yep. Yeah, it was good fun. I enjoyed that very much. Yeah. So. Justin, I hear you finished your possible game of the year. I did. Uh, I, I played a lot of things um, in the past week, trying to you know nail down some of some of the releases that were coming out. Um, I did get to finish um, Sunset Overdrive, uh-huh. uh, which is just the best, <laughs> the best. Um, we actually had a, a post on the forums um, saying, like, uh, I'm gonna look it up as I'm talking here. But Rob will get it. But it was pretty much saying like I started Sunset Overdrive and it was like three hours and I was like, ah, I thought it was all right. And then I sat down and played it for like a long stretch. And then it's like just it clicks for everybody. Um, and that's what it was. I mean, I, I've talked about it on the show before, like it, after hour like three or something, I, the game grabbed me and took me. And so it was my goal to beat it this weekend. And so I between Friday and Saturday, I pumped in probably like 12 hours and beat it. it uh, oh, it was Lane Meyer. Uh, was talking about you know the exactly, game in the same way. Yeah, exactly how you saw it. So I did, I did pretty much everything there is to do. All the side missions, I did all those. Um, uh, I got, I finished two of the collectibles. I got every single one of them, and the other two collectibles I got around maybe like sixty percent. Um, main story was awesome. Um, I think it's like the most fun game ever played. Like you could fast travel, and I never saw the need to. That, um, and again, that's exactly what. Um, sorry, who was it again? Said that Lane Meyer. Lane Meyer. Exactly what he said. No reason to fast travel. No, there's not because you know you will never touch the ground if you don't want to. And so it, the best part was just seeing like what you can get your combo up to. So I was on my way to like I unlocked this new island, and it, it's like infamous in that way where you're unlocking different parts of the city, and actually you could go there at any time I think. Um, but you, there was nothing to do over there. So I'm going to this new part, and I'm like, I'm at like 35 combo. I want to see how high I could get this. And I got it up into like the 270s just by like jumping around and um, 
different grinding on different things, bouncing on cars, and then I, I found the spot where enemies just kept spilling out, and then just they, they kept on coming. Hmm. So then I started using all my weapons on them, and like just like kind of going in a square around them, and like, like that adds to your combo. Right. So I got up to like two seventy, and then your your like your combo meter in a way like your combo keeps going, but your combo meter fills up, and then it, depending on how you choose to play. And what bonuses you choose, like, you have effects start happening. So randomly lightning starts coming down out of the sky and electrocuting everybody around me, which is just the best. And so when I was done, I got, like, a 260 or 270 or something, and it, and it uh, I jumped off. or I, I don't remember what happened, but it stopped. And I got an achievement that popped up that said the floor is lava, <laughs> which is the best achievement or trophy name I think I've ever seen because every kid plays the floor is lava. Don't touch the floor. Right. So I, I, I got a big kick out of that. Um, I did jump into the multiplayer and, and tried that. I wanted to talk about it for the show. It's different. The best part about Sunset Overdrive to me are every time you unlock a new base, you're doing a base defense. Mm-hmm. And so you have these overcharge vats that you want to protect and the better job you do you can get amps, which then you can now apply to your weapons. So you'll, they'll be like, well, they're going to come from here, 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 and here, and here. Now you can use your weapons. You can grind on stuff. But at this time, you could also lay down traps. And the further into the game, the more traps you unlock. So you could put it could be something as simple as a springboard. And if the enemies run on it, it springs them like 100 <laughs> feet in the air and away. Or you could put down spinning blades that you can just, well, they'll just chop them in half. So you're like coordinating what you want to do. And like, all right, well, I'm going to put this here. And you only have so much. They they make it so there's allotments of points. So like this point costs 25, uh, 25. This trap costs 25 points. And you have 100 points to spend. It's like, or this one, maybe not as good, but only costs 15. So you're trying to like mix and match to find the best combinations. Like to me, that was the best part because you're running from gate to gate to gate. Like, all right, is this one good? This one's good. Okay, like oh, I'm going to throw down my acid sprinkler just as a bonus here and then jumping around and you know they'll eventually come in different enemies the bigger enemies will come in it gets harder and harder so i thought that's what the online was and in a way it is and it isn't the online starts you're in a room with a bunch of people and you're in the open world city and they'll put an objective marker on the map and now it's a race to get there and if you get there you get point if you get there in the top three spots you get points if you don't you don't now when you're there you're going to vote on what you want to do there. There'll be two choices like, all right, we're going to do this thing, and there's a mission like this in the game. All the rails have numbers on them. So it'll be like um, collecting as many points as you can. So it'll be like on the bottom, it'll be like one, 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 and then you go up a little bit higher, two, three, four, all the way to five. And it'll be like you could do this, and everyone will grind and try and get the most points, and whoever wins gets points on their overall total. Or we could do like, Kill as many infected as you can in 35 seconds. And so you're choosing which one, and now you're going to do that like three or four times where it's like, this one's done. All right, new new objective marker on the other side of the city. Now everyone's grinding and wall running and jumping over to do the same thing. Now you're going to choose over there. So at the end, you have like a leaderboard of where everybody is, and then you do the tower, like the tower defense or the base defense. And that was much, much harder. Much harder. We didn't make it through. And I had never failed one before. So I was like, all right, this is not going to be that bad. Like, wait, there's five of us here. How hard could it be? And it was like, oh, my God, it was super difficult. And I enjoyed it immensely, even though we didn't do it. Um, So, like, at the end, it tells you, like, all right, who did what? Now, the thing is, your progressions are you keep going here. So you could be unlocking stuff while doing, you know, whatever you've done in that round counts towards your overall person online. So you could start unlocking new amps and new traps and things like that. 
I really enjoyed it. The only problem was I was playing with kids from Spain, so I couldn't <laughs> understand anything they were saying. I was saying. just about to ask yeah. who you were playing with. Yeah. I was playing by myself because, you know, um, I don't have anybody on my friends list that's playing. Oh, wait, Steve. Steve has Sunset Overdrive. That's right. Well, you haven't been playing it. You left it. You started it and left it. It felt it felt alone. Well, that's because something else came out, but yeah. still. We both have phones. Yeah, you're right. All you can do is ask. Well, then we'll do it. Let's do it. I've only played one round, and I really liked it. Today. And I was thinking, I was like, well, I've done everything in the game. Like, I like the multiplayer. I was like, but I, I, I might trade it in. And then I thought mm-hmm. about it. I was like, I like the game too much. Like, I look, there's an expansion coming, so I'm going to yeah. buy the expansion and play that. Now, that. now that I have my Diablo achievements, my priority from now until we do the rest of, until we do our awards, is to go through everything. And I need to yes. play more of that game. Let me ask you a question. I the, the thing that I'm doing right now, I think I'm at the tail end of the LARPer group. Okay, like the third group that you run into after the... Mm-hmm. All right. The king? Yeah. Yeah. How much farther... How how far into the game am I, like, percentage-wise, would you say? 60. Okay, that's what I thought. Because you have another group to unlock after that. So there's one more group and then, and then, then finale? And then you do kind of finale stuff. And the finale is pretty cool. How did you like that first boss with the gigantic... Uh, almost like balloon dude uh, with the spiral... Fitzy or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was pretty cool. The there are better bosses he's the he's the he's like the last boss like in terms of ranking that i liked in the game uh there's other ones that were much much more fun and i mean the game is just so colorful it's ridiculous my my like my favorite gun i think i ended up being the one that shot the fireworks (laughs) oh and at the end at the end uh save all your money because the the game doesn't give you a ton of money like you have to like kind of like work at it to get the money uh, there's a hundred thousand dollar gun that obliterates. It, it's wow. a, it's a beam rifle, and you Ooh. charge it, and it just starts slicing things in half. Um, which sounds disgusting, but it's not. <laughs> what was your reaction to finding uh, Brill Cream? It was funny. It was funny. Well, that, that's all I'll say. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it, but I have a question for you off air about him because I believe I saw something, and I have a question. All right, we'll so talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it off air. So after I was done with that, like, I, like there's so many games coming out. I didn't know where to go next. So um, I played a little bit of Call of Duty, which yeah, I know I think that all three of you did, right? Yeah, yep. we all we've all played it. Rob's beaten it. Yeah, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only two missions in, and Steve, where are you? Like nine missions in. Yeah, so I'm I, I I'm behind everybody. Um, enjoying it to this no, point? No, no, I I, I I absolutely am enjoying it. Like I like the Call of Duty campaigns. Whatever about the multiplayer I've said, like, you know, that's the way I feel. I'm still going to try the multiplayer in this one, but I'm getting a kick out of the campaign. Like, like yeah. I, and I've mentioned this before, like, I love just rolling through the campaign, getting all the collectibles. Like, it's like, it's very relaxing to me, even though Veteran is a nasty beast. Is that what you're playing on? Yeah, I always play them on Veteran. Oh. You yeah, stick your head out Ca- in Veteran for a second and you pretty much die. <laughs> that's the thing with Call of Duty is even in all the lesser modes is if... If you walk past a certain point that they don't walk, want you to walk past, then you'll drop. You know, yeah. if someone says "stick mm-hmm. with me" and you know you run up ahead, yeah, then you know you're gonna get you're gonna get hit hard and you'll go down. No matter what the setting is, it's just that in veteran, uh, if you stick your head out, like even where you're supposed to be, right. like one or two shots, you're you're down. <laughs> but I love the. I love the use of all the different abilities. Like I was, first of all, the first level or first level or two, they really don't explain that much. So it's just like I hit down on the D pad, and all of a sudden, like people are covering their ears. I'm like, what is? Oh, <laughs> I, I must be doing like something that's making everybody deaf. 
right. or like con- like hurting their eardrums. So I was like, I started just picking people off like that. The double jumping and boosting is is a huge fun. Mm-hmm. I, I took out a car door and threw it at somebody. Yep. And it was a trophy popped up. <laughs> That's and it a was, trophy. I forget what the trophy was called, but I mean, I'm enjoying it. What about you guys? I I had a blast with it. Um, a nice, I would say, six to seven hours it took. Uh, the only thing I hate is they really effed with the melee range. And yeah, it's, it's either that or I'm just so used to Destiny at this point. <laughs> it could it, it, it could be either or because the next game I'm going to talk about, the melee range is all screwed up too. In what way did they? do you feel like they messed with it? Uh, like it just feels like you're, you're within range to, to punch someone and you hit melee okay. and you kind of just jab. And then all of a sudden the guy comes and punches you and you're dead. So it really looks like you miss out hmm. from from just making contact by by a lot. It, Wait, it, doesn't it seem a little funky to yeah, you? Yeah, it, it definitely does. Wait till you get into Far Cry four with the melee. You want you wanna like you wanna skin not skinning, but you wanna attack some animals. The hunting is one of it's it's amazing. I love uh-huh. it. Um, but the melee in that, like, if you go to if you go to knife them when you're right up close, you swish right over them. You See, gotta that, be right in there. That's that's what I have in my head whenever melee, you know, whenever anything melee comes up, and mm. I think Destiny spoils me it, in, yes. in terms of, you know, you take that little step forward. <clears throat> but but yeah, with with Call of Duty, it just it feels a little stiff. Hmm. I'm I'm enjoying the sound like. Most of the time when I play games, I, I use my headphones or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm talking to people. So, I'm you know, I, I have the sound bar, but I'm not really using it. It's like kind of low, especially because I play so much Destiny that like I don't even pay right. attention to the sound anymore. Mm-hmm. So I was by myself and I was playing it with the sound bar like cranked up and I thought it sounded great. It, it does. does. It does sound great, but you will hear the word contact about 5,000 times. <laughs> that That is all anyone says. Contact. It be, con- contact. Contact. 11 o'clock contact. There are, um, one of the things I'll say for Call of Duty, one of my favorite things from Call of Duty is uh, Captain McMillan. Uh-huh. And I can't remember there really being any kind of iconic characters after that that I, that I warmed up to. Um, it's going to sound silly since I don't remember the guy's name, but the female uh, captain or, or soldier that you're running with in this game, um, uh, Elona. I haven't ran into her I, I'm terrible with names, she, but it definitely does start with an I. Her, Justin, by the way. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> her, <laughs> no, she's cool. Her character is fantastic. Uh-huh. She's, you know, commanding and super strong, and you go do cool missions with her, and she just, she sticks and moves like crazy. She saves your ass a lot. This isn't spoilery, but did you do the mission... I think it might be the first mission you meet up with her where you kind of, when you're scouting out stuff yes. and then yes. you go into the building and she's like, okay, let me take out this person. Yeah. Did you shoot the person first or did you lose her? Did. Of course I did. <laughs> I have, there's so many times where it's been like, you know, don't harm innocents or like we're supposed to assassinate somebody and I see them and it's the first thing I do. I just shoot. They're like, we weren't ready yet. Like, but he was right there. And he's dead now. And he's dead now and we can all go home. Uh, Barbecue. Oh, I've, I've definitely killed innocent people way too much in that game. That's all right. And it restarted and everything. It was, if, it was quite fun. If I felt bad about an NPC death, I would not be able to hunt in Far Cry 4 yeah. because that stuff, it kills me. But I had I spent like two and a half hours today just hunting stuff and, and crafting items. I just picked my copy up. 
I run around, skulking around with a bow and arrow. One thing I will say for Far Cry 4, though, is that they got a patch. Um, it, when you go into the bushes and you're trying to aim while inside of the bushes, the branches will, like, wig out. Uh-huh. on you and like flap around in your face while you're trying to <laughs> to shoot something that's the only thing i've come across so far but it's really silly and they need to fix it uh-huh they won't <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just something so minute that there's absolutely no way they will fix that i'm going to tell you guys something that Bush i did wiggles. that was really embarrassing while playing call of duty uh-huh. and this will be the, the last thing i say on it was uh on the second mission, there's like uh, the kind of like the training mission where they're like, oh, we're going to show you how to do all those stuff. And you have to go to like a gun range and you have to go to grenade range as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've been playing shooters most of my life. L1 is always grenade, always grenade, always grenade, always grenade. So it's like, all right, throw the grenade and then look at the target and then it will go to the target. And I'm hitting L1 and I'm hitting L1 and I'm hitting L1 and I'm like, this game is broken. Like, I don't understand. Like, I'm looking up videos online. I'm like, I don't understand how he's doing that. Uh, he's using the other grenade button. He's using, well, he's using the R1 button, which is also grenade. So uh-huh. L1 and R1 are their own grenades. So, and you could cycle through. There's so it was six, like, yeah, there's six, six different grenades. So I was like, after like 20 minutes, I was like, I should read the screen more often. It says R1. And I just, right over my head. Okay, here's one quick thing. One quick question. Whenever you come to those like little shooting range things, do you always have to get the top score? Absolutely. Okay, me too. I had to get the trophies for both of those because <laughs> yep. I knew there were trophies there. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, I, I didn't, but I always like want to get the top score. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, for the Call of Duty games, the story doesn't really matter to me that much. So I just scroll through and I'm just like, oh, there's shooting range and a grenade range, like get a trophy and get the top score, but they don't tell you how to do it. It's like aim for 1700. We think that's where it is. And so that's what I did on both. Mm-hmm. Um so I've been playing Call of Duty, and okay. then the other thing I've been doing is playing yes. the Master Chief Collection. Yes. Uh, now, it kind of rolls us into our topic of the week, because you said that you'd been playing this last week, and it was pretty much broken. Yeah. Right? It was 100% broken. So kind of roll us into it. Tell us about this week in Halo, how you've been doing. Yeah. Um. So they fixed it a little bit more. It was still – it's still not patched completely. Uh, there was a patch that was supposed to roll out today that's got pushed back later in the week. Uh, last week, the multiplayer was unusable. Uh, I mentioned that on last week's show. Um, I played maybe 10 other matches since then, and uh, they cut down the match sizes. Like they, they, There was a huge playlist. They kind of cut that in half, and they're making it easier. Um, so once we were in a match, we stayed there, and it wasn't bad. Uh, they, there was no problems with like connectivity. It's not like I was getting dropped. It was just finding people. And so I was able to find some people, and we, we played, and man, Halo 2 is much different than anything we're playing right now. <laughs> right. It feels arcane in a lot of ways. Do you feel spoiled right now? Yeah, I mean, you can't sprint, which is like, you, you're thinking like, I don't understand how we, I ever played like this. Like, I just don't get it. Uh, the weapons are much different. Um, it, I mean, the pace of the game is different. It's more about, you know, it's an arena shooter, so there's weapons out on the map instead of starting with your weapons. So you're, like, you're kind of looking, like, there's the energy surge. So we're playing on Zanzibar, which is, a, like, a super familiar Halo map. They renamed it for the, like, um, the, what's the word on The remastered editions. Like, they remastered six Halo 2 maps, and Zanzibar was one of them. It's a, it's a classic map. And so, like, right away I was, like, I knew where the energy sword was. And you know, you can just tell, like, in every map this, the patterns always remain the same. 
people run for the sniper rifle, people go for the energy sword, people right. go for the rockets. And then the shotgun is around and the invisibility and everything. So it's very balanced in a way. Um, but that takes a while, like that that mindset takes a while to get used to. It's more of like you have to like get yourself into the ebb and flow of these type of games. I'd also figure that people picking this up, I can't imagine there's that many people picking up having never played Halo before. That's true. Right? I mean there will pe- oh. be people who like Steve, who barely played any Halo, that's like, this is my chance to get in. But this is like a callback right. for, I would say, most people picking this up have played Halo before. I still have not opened my copy of Halo. Um, I hate to say it, but I, I don't know that I'm going to open it. You should. I returned mine. Really? <laughs> yeah. I might get Dragon Age instead. Uh, honestly, I have, this, and this is, a, my reasoning is between Dragon Age and Far Cry, that's going to be so much game time mm. yeah. that by the time I even jump to Halo, I'll, I'll get it cheaper. And you've played uh, Halo before, right? Oh, I've played all the Halos. So yeah. for you, it's like, can I, you know, do I pick up a game I have played before or do I pick up a game I want to play and put hours into? It's, it's not like for me, definitely the social kind of thing would have yeah. played into it heavily if it wasn't so broken. Right. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, I've played, um, I'm 80% done with Halo, the first game. Right. Uh, me and a, me and one of my buddies are rolling through it, and man, that legendary legendary is the hardest difficulty. It is brutal. Hmm. Like I had forgotten um, the smallest of enemies, the ones that you laugh at in Halo Two and Halo Three right. on legendary, they will kill you in a second. Right. And so we're working through it, and man, it's like the other night you you were in the room with us. Like we decided yeah. because I hate using the Xbox chat. Uh, and I don't have my Astros hooked up to the Xbox. It's too much of a pain in the ass to move them from the PlayStation to the Xbox back and forth. We just went, we signed on to, into PlayStation and just used that party chat. And we jumped into a room with you guys. And then we're playing <laughs> yes. Halo while you guys are playing yes. Destiny. And it took us, I mean, one of the stages was like an hour and a half. They're long stages. Um, I'm still enjoying it. Like, you know, the, I, I'm still not getting achievements. They're <laughs> right. still not unlocking properly. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Now, are you ever going to go back and play through that just to get those? No, it, the thing is, it shows it, when you look in the map, it says I've done it and it's unlocking. So it recognizes I've done it. They're just not showing up. And the okay. best part is they're not showing up. But other ones that I shouldn't be getting are showing up. And like those be, are adding to your points. Yeah, it's just it's strange. So like the ones that I should be getting aren't there. The ones wow. that I should not be getting like there was one for I got a multiplayer one for. Um, getting 20 medals in a non-team game, like in a like nice. a rumble, but I was playing a team-based game. <laughs> so it was just like this game. You're is, that good. Yeah, you're <laughs> that good. good. I'm breaking the achievement system. I still love it. I, I right. still love Halo. I'm still mm. going to see this all the way through. Yeah. I the patch should be up hopefully in the next day okay. or so, um, and that should fix the multiplayer stuff. I mean, oh. the sniper rifle in Halo is my favorite sniper rifle ever. Yeah. It feels so nice. <laughs> Um, All right, so, you know, rolling on from that, like you're saying, hopefully there should be a patch out. But we've definitely found out in the last couple of weeks with a lot of the big releases that there's been a lot of problems. Um, We had someone tweet us earlier and say, um, uh, this John D, at this John D, with so many network issues lately, is it getting to the point where buying a game on release day is a bad idea? So we've seen GTA Five. They were patching stuff day one, I believe. Yeah, they had a bunch of Halo. Yeah. Um, what was the other ones? Assassin's Call of Duty had problems. Assassin's Creed, of course, has had issues. 
So uh, Lords you know, of the Fallen's got a few issues. They go Lords of the Fallen. Drive so club. all of these are drive, like drive yeah, club. Drive Club. So like most of these then are releases that have come out this week or last week, uh-huh. and almost all of them seem to have some kind of issue. So why do we think that is? What are they doing about it, Justin? Um. My first idea is that this is the first time that a lot of these new releases are hitting the next-gen consoles. Uh, this is like the big first holiday period where they're all hitting, and uh, you know, you, this is Unity is the first real next-gen game. Drive Club is a next-gen game. It 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 doesn't make sense to me that in the past, like at the end of the life cycle of the of the 360 and the PS3, that we didn't have these type of issues. Like, sure, one out of maybe ten was having those type of issues. This is like eight out of ten now. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Like they're just not understanding the architecture completely. That and the fact that they are pushing them out before they're done. Oh, yeah. that that yeah. I think that it's eighty percent pushing it out to twenty percent. You know, them understanding behind the scenes kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they just want to get the stuff out there, get the money in their pocket. This yeah. is this is actually my point that I was going to make. Is I feel like in most aspects of life, this is true now, but commercialism and and the money aspect has a lot to do with it there's this big release window christmas is coming up you know and Mm. and they're pushing to get this stuff out purely because it's it's a big sales time steve i'm I'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt um i uh you know it's it's one of those things where because we now have game systems that are always hooked up to online that you know you have to you have to print the game you have to package the game you have to ship the game all of that stuff takes weeks and you know to get it out to all the stores and make sure it's secure and all of that stuff that this ship it out and we can patch it you know every game that you install has a day one patch like it pretty much does actually yeah yeah Yeah. like you went to the midnight release and you got your game and you left at 1205 and you were home by 1208 because you live around the corner and you pop that sucker in and there it is there's an update and a lot the mentality is you know get it in the box, get it out the door, get it in people's hands. And, you know, from now until until when it launches, we need to work on these things and patch them, you know, when the game starts up. See, and it's kind of funny because this is something that has been plaguing the PC, you know, for much, much, much longer. It's, you know, box product, throw it out there. We'll have the ability to patch it out. Um, right. That crowd has been dealing with this for so much longer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're just getting, like, in terms of console-wise, that this is, this is like the the early stages of of that happening now. Right now, do we think this is going to change soon? No. I mean, this is the big release window right now. Right, we're going to go through like a drought after Christmas. There's not going to be much. A lot of stuff got pushed to yeah. to hopefully early, you know, early like within evolve, the year. Right, that's back to February now. Yeah, let me out. Witcher, the Order, The Witcher, they all got bumped mm-hmm. back. Okay, and I mean, some other games got bumped back all as late as um, June. With Bloodborne, like, yeah, Bloodborne got pushed back now, to hopefully March. Hopefully, this is a good thing, right? They're pushing them because they're not ready, and they're not going to release them till they're ready. I would rather wait for something of quality than for them to ship yeah. garbage absolutely, and then have the game get, you know, bad press and then people yeah. be turned off. And to also it. look at Justin last week. You were so excited to play Halo. And the first thing you come up with was it's horribly broken. Yeah. Like how disappointed mm-hmm. are you in that? Super. I mean, but I like, I really believe like Rob is right that it's a lot of, Hey, this game's got to ship 
on this date. November 11th, it's going out no matter what. But I believe that in the past, they could make that work because they had a a, a better understanding and a firmer grip on what they could do with what. Right. I'm not positive that these guys know what's going on with all that stuff. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, a year from now, are we still going to run into these issues? I think absolutely. There's still going to there's still going right. to be games that come out. I don't think it's going to be as many. Yeah. There's always like these big releases. I mean, and Rob was right on uh, on PC as well. Like if there's a new MMO coming out, most likely it's not going to work on day one. Yeah. I'm at my Marvel Heroes. That I took off the day to play. I took off the day of work to play that, and yeah. nope. Didn't work right. at all for Marvel the first Heroes, like exactly. World of Warcraft, Diablo yeah. Three, yeah. Right. all of those. Oh, Diablo yeah. Three, dude. Eighteen years. I, yeah. I waited to to play that game more or less. Titanfall, remember you took Titan- a day off for that. The yeah, servers Titan- were down. That was that was Xbox. Actually, yeah. Xbox went down. Right. It, that wasn't I, that wasn't on respawn, but yeah. another it was another thing yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, and it's the other aspect to look at as well is that all of this we're agreeing is probably driven by marketing by the you know by wanting to get the money and getting the release dates for the big Christmas thing. Mm-hmm. How must it be to the actual game developers who are putting, you know, this is their life's work for some of them and they're getting pushed out when they know they're not ready. Well, you got to figure out. Oh, no, go, go ahead. I mean, what, what's the biggest thing that everybody's trying to do these days? Everybody's trying to be innovative and everybody's mm-hmm. trying to do, you know, the new thing and, it's just like the animation market where, you know, you have Blue Sky competing with Pixar and Pixar with DreamWorks and stuff like that, that um, because you're trying all of these new things, there's more of a margin for error right. and to run into new problems, not stuff that we particularly know how to fix yeah. quickly. So, I mean, you're talking the game programming, even as smart as the, the team that you have, you're always, if one bit of that math is wrong, it offsets a number of things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a shame because it's it's you know you shouldn't be disappointed in these big releases. Right. And that's you know that's the frustrating thing about it. Yeah, I mean the the windows of of time that they say things are going to be released and then they do get pushed like something like Evolve got pushed from what we heard from Justin that it could probably benefit from that extra time. Yes. Of course, yeah. And I mean that's the good thing. I like you said, I'd rather see it pushed yeah. and have something quality come out. Like imagine if like Assassin's Creed you know, like how much like it, it pains me to hear you talk about not liking yeah, Unity yeah. because I know even if I wasn't interested in playing it, I know how much you love it and yeah. care about it that that you're so disappointed in it. That's also some kind of Ubisoft thing. Like Assassin's Creed are obsessed with their like October November releases yeah. every year on the year. Yeah. Like you know, they seem to. That's just when they want their games to come out, and this just wasn't ready. I mean, this is probably neither here nor there, but I just I don't know that the year release schedule, the yearly title, is the best way to go about things. You need to right. give people time to miss things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, hmm. Robert, they're just gonna keep doing it, though. Yes, they are. Well, people keep buying them. I'm guilty <laughs> of it too. <laughs> Me That's too. The thing. Yes. I mean, Madden is is like the first offender of like the real offender game. correct yeah. every year big midnight release right um god th- those those days used to be crazy absolutely crazy yeah but but now yeah you have you have your assassin's creed and it's the same damn you know climbing up the tower opening up <laughs> same <laughs> thing with far cry yes. another yeah. one of their games it's kind of how i feel about the tower like i'm enjoying it, it but lego batman 3 is the same way 
Uh-huh. It's, you know, this is going on, but while this is going on, this big thing, this big crisis, but you have to stay in the Batcave and build eight things and destroy, stop for, you know, 15 minutes to destroy shit so that you can build something just so you can, you know, get into the Batmobile and leave to go and take care of the crisis. Right. Yeah. I mean, that that's why it's it's good for developers to take chances, you know, a la Sunset Overdrive. Like, thank God that turned out to be good. Hopefully it's going to make its money and get its support so that they can come up right. with more new IPs and not just a Sunset Overdrive 2. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I... I'll take chances with new stuff. Yeah, sure, I'm playing Far Cry 4 and and Dragon Age and, you know, but like I said, if there was problems, look, I returned Halo because yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put up There's with, too much good stuff coming anymore. out exactly. to waste your time on the mm. not good stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, 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 it pains me. It pains me to really have brought right. that game back. Yeah. But what made you bring it back? Would you, what did you exchange it for? Uh, I got Far Cry for it. Okay. Yeah. So. I thumbs up from mm. me, man. I love that game so much. Oh. Yeah, All right. I think well, next week we'll we'll have a big, big far oh, discussion. Oh, definitely. I can't wait for you to play it, Jackie. It. Oh my God. It's, it's so, it's so Skyrim. Yeah. I love it. No, definitely. All right. So now is the time to move on to the reason we're really here. All of our listeners. Yeah. Going to yeah. do a little listener feedback, a little Twitter, a little forum stuff. A little Twitter. Little Twitter. Sure. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So I'm going to uh, hit out with the first question we had. Um, Brett V. At, uh, you know what? Every single week we mangle Twitter. Do you know handles. you want me to do this one? <laughs> Please do. He is at Von Stubi. Thank yep. you. On, on Twitter. And uh, do you want me to read it? Oh, no, you read it. All right, it says, uh, my girlfriend isn't into games, but she's interested in uh, in a console and had mentioned Wii, pros, cons, recommendations. Rob, you want to take this one? Uh, now, I don't know if you're saying like regular Wii or the Wii U. I'm assuming that I, I would say the concept of a Wii-style console versus another console, maybe? No, no, honestly. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I would just go with like an Xbox 360 and uh, there are tons of great multiplayer games. Um, You'll have, you know, fleshed out every genre that you can think of, Mm. you know, just because honestly, the Wii has maybe five or six cool, fun games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And my only thing I'd say with that is for, a casual gamer, I think the Wii is a good entrance to it. If you don't want to sit on the couch with a controller in your hand and worry about which one is the A button and which one is the B button, you just want to maybe play something fun, I think the Wii is a good choice. It's a good family choice. That that would be my only take on that, is if you want to devote, you want to put some time into actually gaming, then yeah, get a proper console. <laughs> uh-huh. No, but, honestly, I, even with the 360, a lot yeah. of the... Xbox Live Arcade games are nice, simplistic, mm-hmm. uh, fun to sit and play together, figure out puzzles, uh, okay. mm-hmm. fleshed out stories. I I honestly think with the Wii, um, like unless you're going to sit there and download old NES games, right? In in that case, go to a yard sale and buy an NES and yeah, and yeah. kind of go. So that you think way, a 360 is a good intro console? Yeah, mm-hmm. I I honestly Justin? do at this point. Like as an introduction to gaming, 360 or a Wii? 
introduction to gaming. Um, well, he's he's trying to play games with his girlfriend. She mentioned getting a Wii console, but he's not sure. Yeah, I mean, I think it's an introduction to to gaming. I'll, I'll just use the Wii U as an example. Um, over the Wii, there are some great, um, all ages friendly games uh, that you could easily introduce. You know, the Wind Waker, the new Mario games. Mm-hmm. I mean. Um, the games that are going to be released, uh, like Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker or whatever that one's called, and there's other games coming out. Like I feel like that's the easiest way to break into what's what's the best way to break into gaming? Mario. Yeah. Uh, to me, that that's <laughs> right, right. That's always there are terrific okay. games on the 360 that could easily pull anybody in uh, to story or gameplay. Um, mm-hmm. Bioshock games, the Walking Dead games, the, the episodic ones. Just tons um, of Xbox live arcade like i I was saying yeah Yeah. absolutely um i would say i i would i i would say a wii u just just for the mario factor so rob saying 360 saying wii u we say i guess make your mind mind up because we don't know (laughs) can i wait can we absolutely steve you're the deciding vote i'm stick i'm stepping out of this one all right um in all honesty, I don't think that you can go wrong with any console. Um, but if you're looking to be inclusive and you're looking to try and, um, I just I recently went um, through this with my girlfriend where she, you know, um, has never plays console games, and um, I you know appealed to her tastes and had her try Diablo, and it turns out that she's amazing at it. Um, so think about what your girlfriend, you know, what she's interested in, what she would might like to play. Maybe try to find something that's um, cooperative, that you guys can work together and you can possibly, um, you know, solve puzzles together or work in unison. Um, something that isn't combative uh, at first, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, two-player games are definitely the way to go. My only concern about, if you're talking about a regular Wii, um, those are really fun to have in the house just to knock around with and in general. But once you get past the mechanics of the Wiimotes and you've bowled a couple games and you've done a couple of adventure type things, it grows stale very quickly and and the the system will collect dust and go by the wayside. Um, Like I said, I think any system would be good if she has a history with uh, the Nintendo franchises and the Mario games and so and so on, then the Wii would be uh, a perfect choice. But my my recommendation is to ask her about it and see where her interests lie and make your decision based on that. Okay. So that's a one for the Xbox. A one for the Wii. A one for the, hmm, ask your girlfriend and I'm abstaining. So again, make your own mind up. (laughs) We're really helpful over here at Talking Games. We are helpful. (laughs) All right, Justin, you got something from the forums? Yes. Zanya Nick uh, said, it'll be a while before I can afford to make the leap to PS4, Xbox One, Wii U. So he needs suggestions to fill out his last gen console playlist. Okay. He doesn't play that often as you know as he used to. Um, he says that he just wrapped up New Vegas. He's a little bit into Arkham City. He hasn't played Skyrim yet, but he has beaten GTA Five. Okay. So, so how about we give a, a couple each? Yeah. A couple of favorite games from the last gen that you would recommend, Rob? Okay, I would say. Why'd you start with me? That's what I would say. <laughs> All right. No, Justin. I'm thinking. Rob, you need a minute? Yeah, I'm thinking. Justin, uh, got something for me? Dun, 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 dun. Um, last Gen Games, uh, you... He says he hasn't, doesn't not, he doesn't say which system he actually has. I mean, I would say The Last of Us. 
if he doesn't have it. Uh, but it, in if he doesn't have a PS3 and has a 360, um, then he beat New Vegas. But if he hasn't beaten Fallout, the, you know, Fallout 3, that's okay. a good place to start. Cool. And then you obviously have, like he mentioned, he hasn't played Skyrim. Oh, so that's so obviously what I'll, I was going to say. I'll your choice. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, wow, why is my brain going to mush? Did he why? mention Bioshock? He has not mentioned Bioshock. Not. Okay, no. definitely mm-hmm. uh, Bioshock. Okay. Uh, go with that series. How about one of your favorite Final Fantasies? Because I know you love those. See, that's Pick one of those r- in the last gen. Mm, that's gonna be rough because <laughs> I, I would just say go back way back to ps2 and replay right, 10 right well i'd say obviously skyrim if you got free 600 and odd hours <laughs> then go with skyrim that'll keep you busy by the time you finish skyrim the next next generation will be out so try skyrim and also i've mentioned it before but i really enjoyed darksiders like i love those games mm. so i'd say they're you know they're not that long they're fun Steve? Um, I got a couple of them here. Uh, definitely check out, if you uh, are interested in puzzlers, check out Catherine. Uh, yep. Catherine is a truly unique puzzler. It's wacky. It's weird. It's uh, a little heart-wrenching, and it's a lot of fun. Um, what else would I... God of War. God of War 3 is phenomenal on uh, the PS3. Definitely uh, the Uncharted series is not to be missed. And um, <laughs> Rob's sitting here like, yes! No, yes, I was going to say that. We just don't know if he has. We don't know if he has a PS3. So I'll try to find like multi-platform titles. But yeah, I mean, obviously, if you haven't played any of those games, then by all means. Um, Yeah, I see. I'm I'm looking at pictures of my collection, but I don't have my 360 games uh, on my phone. So these are all, unfortunately, these are all PS3 uh, titles. Um, That's some good ones to go on. I think we can, you know, keep him busy for the next few months. I'll throw throw one more. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Rob. No, go ahead. if it's Xbox, just jump into the arcade. Uh, Bastion, yes, is an absolute must. Okay, Limbo, awesome. just Limbo. Name another one. Um, I was thinking Enslaved Odyssey to the West. I've mentioned that game before, but that game's is phenomenal. that the one that you thought everyone didn't like, but then everyone did like, and then you really liked it. And was that that whole story? Mm, uh, no, that was just like <laughs> it, now it is such a cult game that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was The Last of Us before The Last of Us. It had like that same type of like right. guy and a girl making their way across okay. the country type cool. storyline. All right, well, hopefully that was useful and hopefully we've oh. given you some that, you know, you'll enjoy playing. Red Dead Redemption. That's a good one too. Yeah, yeah. especially if you enjoyed Grand Theft Auto. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, so there's some good suggestions for you. Uh, I think we got some more on the forums, Rob. Yeah, uh, well, well, we'll start with you. <laughs> oh, I have to read this because it's from Toby Chimp. So, um, first he says, The Binding of Isaac Rebirth is fantastic and a brilliant free game for PS Plus. Mm -hmm. We did talk about that last week. Um, As somebody else said, the function of plugging in a USB stick or external HDD for video playback really needs to be implemented onto PS4 and fast. I loved storing music and videos on my PS3 and it seems crazy they took a step back with this on the PS4. You can play music from USB now, but I need video playback too. We also have PlayStation Now to stream PS3 games, but I think it's crucial that players do not have to repurchase all of their old PS3 games, or at least give them a discount. Unlikely, though, for the foreseeable future. So that's what I'd like to see in terms of system updates. Games I want to see, Crash Bandicoot and Time Splitters. I also wouldn't mind a larger scale next-gen return to Rapture and another Bioshock installment. Mm -hmm. Um, Sticking with this week's podcast theme of reflection on the consoles, I have a question for you all. Uh Aha. 
In your opinion, what currently released game demonstrates the capabilities and true potential mm. of each console the most? Very good question. Um, do you want me to go? Go, go right ahead. For Xbox One, it's Sunset Overdrive, without a doubt. As as far as like original games are concerned, the colors, the color capabilities, the particle effects. Um, I don't. What you don't think so? Um, no, I, I absolutely. I mean. It's a gorgeous looking game. The first game that came to mind for me was Rise. Oh, I haven't seen, I haven't played that. Rise is a strange game. Uh-huh. It was a Connect game that wasn't Connect game, but like you could tell it was a Connect game because you were kind of like on certain points, like on a roller coaster track, mm-hmm. like you couldn't deviate very much. Man, that game looks pretty. Does that it? game is gorgeous looking on the that, Xbox One. You know how whenever a system comes out, they always have like their one tech demo y type right. game. Yeah, right. That that was it. Well. My other choice is is multi platform. It's on both, but is Far Cry Four. Far Cry Four is absolutely like that. Far Cry used to be the game that if you were running a PC, like you tested it against Far Cry because that's how graphically superior it was. I definitely can't wait to like next week. We are definitely talking about this game because oh, so I gorgeous. Wait to the play weather, this game. the weather yeah. in the game is so the fog rolling in, the clouds moving, the dis like the right. things in the distance. It looks like it stretches it on does forever. The, yeah, it does the PS4 justice. Oh, beautiful. And PS4-wise, honestly, the remastered uh, Last of Us is yeah. yes. beautiful. That was fantastic. But even on PS3, as well. PS3, that was beautiful. So yes. It's kind of hard. I, I, th- I think the PS4 still has, it's, it's, it's waiting for its game. Okay. You feel That's like, just a And also, opinion. like, looks-wise, there's a lot of good-looking games, but how about capabilities-wise? How about what you can do with those games? What you can do with those consoles with the game? Well, I mean, they backpedaled on a lot of that stuff, so it's right. It's right. like now games are just mm. the same, almost the same thing. It's like here you go, here's your controller. I would say for, I mean, at least for you guys, it would be Destiny. I mean, as far as as utilizing the that's online, one of the things that's really amazed me is yeah, definitely is you know the, creating like yeah. the 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 vision of being able to like use your system in a multitude of ways. How you guys are all. You know, you're getting together in, you know, the Citadel or whatever, and you're in the party chat while in the regular game. You can all hear each other. You can all play different games while you're playing Destiny. You guys meet up every night, you know, and that is what they envisioned with these next gen consoles of having a community of people playing video games. And whether you're playing Destiny or you're playing Halo or whatever, you guys are able to all kind of get yeah. into the same room. I, I party. agree. That's definitely something that I've loved about this. Yeah. Uh-huh. This new generation. Absolutely. I mean, I, I definitely did that with my 360. Yep. That's um, what I was thinking. Was but, that- but it's, it's something that has for me been more of a PS4 thing than a Xbox mm-hmm. one thing for me. Yeah. And there's improvements that have carried over to this new console, right? There are improvements. There are definitely Actually, you know what? No. no? <laughs> I'm sorry. The Xbox 360 had <laughs> the best party system, and it was so fast and easy to get into a party. Right. Um, there's just like one or one and a half steps too many to, to send out a party invite, in my opinion, PS4-wise. Okay. Uh, right. But honestly, still, like like you said, like system-wise, you're using You're still waiting thing, for that that I, big one. Yeah, right? I am. Okay. I think the neatest thing that... that that comes out of the, the PS4 right now is the share, uh, like the share function. Like if you want to record video or just like upload something to Twitter, yeah. like they're making that very, um, 
what's the word I'm looking accessible. for? Accessible, Inter- accessible, and, and like almost yeah. intertwined. Like photo mode is a, is a mode that I wouldn't have thought of two years ago. Right. And all of the gorgeous games have it now. Yeah. Where you could just go into a photo mode, take a picture, and then upload it to Twitter. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love that function. Yeah. How do you do that? Uh, like in in each game, like not every game has it, but let's take GTA Five for the remastered. Mm-hmm. GTA 5 you can go into a photo mode and then have like a free roaming camera that you could add different effects to and make artistic looking photos and then just upload them wherever you want mm-hmm. infamous had it infamous last yeah. of us shadow of mordor yeah what? they all have oh, these yeah. photo modes yeah, i've never heard cool. of this yeah it's pretty cool wow so knowledge is power I've, you want a, a, a forum hold on we have one more. we have for- one more yeah. all right one more forum let's see uh here you go Um, Lane Meyer says, I was really into achievements early on in the 360 lifetime, but my responsibilities grow outside of gaming. I've, uh, I've haven't had so much, uh, time. Oh my God. I can't read this. <laughs> so I've given up Batman Arkham city is the last game I completed 100% and I did it for the PC. That's another thing. I'm spreading my gaming out on multiple consoles. So really what's the point trying to max out achievements and trophies? I'd rather just play a game organically and whatever I complete, I complete. I also used to be. Uh, it also used to be that any game I started, I usually would compete uh, at the last, at least to see the end credits. Not anymore. Don't have time for crappy games. Uh, even though PS4's IU is simpler, I do think the Xbox One's uh, UI has more useful features. They just need to redesign some of that interface. And I agree with the menu button on the Xbox controller is useful for shortcuts uh, mm-hmm. to the settings. Yeah. No, it's a very good point, Rob. Hmm. Uh, and we did have one other big, big one, and I kind of want to save it for next week because there's a couple of points that yeah. I want to touch well, upon. Well, I that. definitely say like that was um, uh, John D. Yeah, yeah and so. we love, you know, we love getting the feedback. So anything that we didn't get to this week, we'll definitely get to, you know, if not next week, the week after. We definitely we see all of your feedback and all of your questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're gonna wrap it up for this week. Wrap it up, B. Um, before we go, I just want to say thank you to everyone that reached out to me on Twitter today and wished me luck hosting tonight because I was very nervous. You did excellent, Jackie. Um, well, I've said it before, but talking the Talking Games community is growing and thriving and we're setting an example to show that like not all gamers are clicky and you don't have to worry about playing with other people. Like I've learned this and, uh, you know, all of all of our listeners are already a part of this community and we just want people to continue to reach out to us on Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook, the forums. Um, I think we're going to post all of our PSN and Xbox gamer tags again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll put them up on our social media, on our Facebook, on our Twitter, mm-hmm. put them out in the forums so everyone knows all of our gamer tags. Um, so please come and play games with us because we love playing games and if you're listening to this, you love playing games. So that's one thing we already all have in common. So please do that. Um, <laughs> this has been fun. Thank you, Rob, Steve, Justin. You're all awesome and I You're love welcome. you. No, we're Say goodbye, mushy up in here. everyone. Say goodbye. Have a good week, guys. Have a good week. All right. We're all done here. Have fun gaming. We will see you on the next Talking Games. <laughs>